Tonight on the Movie Crew Podcast, we wrap out 2023 with Paul King's Wonka. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers Talking Movies. We're your hosts, I'm editor Brian Okins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Calvin. Doopity doo, Brian. I don't even know the rest of that, but uh, Oompa uh, Loompa I to you. I did the ending of it. Yeah, Oompa okay. to you. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Jared's been saving that one in his pocalets, where he keeps all his chocolates. Ooh. Oh, you're not going to rhyme the whole episode, are you? And they're lovely, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanted the excuse to say pocklets. Thank pocklets. you to this movie that we now have that word in our vocabulary. I don't think we do. You, you <laughs> and we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. And here we are talking Just Wonka. Who decided to title this Just Wonka? I don't know. Because, you know, it's... You needed a colon in there, Brian? There's Name no chocolate factory. Come on, guys. Yeah. He has a little mini one that travels around it's with like a little yeah. suitcase. Sisterhood of the Traveling Chocolate Factory. Right, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, usually when we get prequel stories, you know, like even when we got Solo, it was just Solo. But then it's like, colon, Star Wars story. You know, usually we have like some, you know, some kind of like yeah. qualifier here. But, you know, Solo could be anything. But Wonka is definitely Wonka. That's true. Have you seen the Solo movie? What? You mean like the one you have to go to? What, free Solo? No, like the, the one where they're climbing Wars. shit yeah, with no ropes? No, no I didn't Star say this shit was story. free. God damn. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's Disney. We want uh, your money. Was this one also financed by Quaker Oats? I think Wonka's Nestle now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. This is Warner Brothers. Which would have made it even more upset victory for them to have financed this movie. I did see Warner Brothers had a, had a good, uh, good weekend, though. They had the color purple, Aquaman 2, and Wonka. Those are the one, two, and three in the two box major office. musicals. Wait, is the color purple also a musical? Oh yeah, big time. They kind of hide that in the trailers, like they did for this movie. Yeah, they didn't want you. Yeah, knowing. there were so many songs in this. They were happening every like three or four minutes. I started setting my watch to it, and I was like, "Oh my god, we have a lot more fucking music at this rate." Were you getting uncomfortable? <laughs> no, I was just like, "Oh, I didn't realize this was a musical." It makes sense. 
It makes sense that they would go that direction. It doesn't make sense that they would go that direction. Well, the first one was also a movie full of songs where characters were trying to express themselves. Was well, that called necessary? a musical? No. These songs were like a billion times fucking better. That's true. That's true. There wasn't a single song that I was like, oh my God, can someone take my ears off, please? Because wow, I am. Wait, really? up, Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the exception of that song, I liked all of the music in the original better. Like the songs in this one, I was like, what are we doing, guys? Oh, really? I love that Sweet Tooth song. I thought that was mm-hmm. absolutely great when they're, they're like trying to bribe the, uh, the captain. Oh, yeah, it was okay. Was I mean, honestly, the problem, I think, with the songs is that they're instantly forgettable. I couldn't sing any of them right now. Well, I was singing one oh. walking out of the theater. Right, fair enough. Pure but imagination, I because I, that was the no, only one that, that I was like, oh, look, <laughs> there's a the song. It was the oh, other one that I've already one. forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the one that was in your head, Jared? Do you remember? It's the one he sings with the girl in the giraffe. Sing it. Let's hear it. I don't remember. Oh, it, I know. Right. That's what I'm saying. They're forgettable. I remember singing it when I was leaving it, and then now, then I'm trying to think about it. It's gone. I have to see it again. This is unusual not to be able to watch a film twice or not have the chance. You know, stupid Christmas got in the way. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Christmas. <laughs> yeah, but it, do, do, I don't know. Do you need to see this one again? Maybe you do. Yes. Sure. I am, I'm going to have to see it again because my kids want to see it. So, all right, that's a good kids. Wait, you went without your kids for the first time? Yes, because I don't see them until tomorrow, and we're talking about this tonight. Oh, they're very busy. Your your children, I understand. I forget how busy children are. They're very, very busy. (laughs) It's very driven. Yeah, I kept the whole time I was watching it. I was like, if I had like kids here, I wouldn't like hate this as much as I do. But I feel like the other one. There's more for adults in it, whereas this one is just very strictly a kids' movie. It it did feel very obvious in a lot of like plot sort of ways, where they're like, "Hey, everyone that you like is gonna get out of the thing that you don't like them in." Wow, that didn't that was shocking. Didn't see that coming. Cool. Yeah, we should have had at least one of them die. Like the first one, you know, we had everybody die. So <laughs> and then you should... would know that there's yeah. actual stakes That's for them th- to get out of this terrible. That's the biggest soap thing with this factory. One. It, 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 it doesn't have the dark edge that the first one had. No, and that That's was the other thing missing. that kind of bothered me. Yeah, there was no dark edge in this. Nothing is ever really at stake. And also, Willy Wonka is just like, this is a happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, at first, I was like, yeah, it's kind of neat that they're doing, you know, him as like an, uh, you know, an idealized, you know, like, presumably before he's been corrupted from selling what? chocolate to the public whatever corrupted him i don't know uh but i don't know halfway through it i was like no i couldn't see anything actually like not like the way they wrote the character was just so i don't know i like i couldn't i couldn't imagine anything the way they wrote it it he, he's just too perfect there, there should have been some sort of hint in there of his deviousness, and all they did was just have him like be this like kooky guy. But that's not kooky and goofy and weird are not the same as 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 devious and dangerous and untrustworthy, which is what we played with in the first movie. I don't know. See, I never read. See, I never read Willy Wonka as being like really that dark, and always always took it as face value. Like when when you get to the end, and it's like. Willy Wonka is doing all this stuff. It's all a test. And then you see, like, he's really this nice guy at the end. I don't, you know, I don't know. That, that whole movie, he's, it's a guise, right? It's an act. So. Sure. But he doesn't, There, there's nothing 
in this movie to kind of be like, yeah, it's the same guy. You don't you only know it's the same guy because he has the same outfit on. I don't know. This acts. I don't know. I, I buy this this portrayal of the or this tone of the character for being an early version based off of that last five minutes that we got in the elevator with Gene Wilder. You know what I mean? Like, that's yes. the only Did time you, you like really the last know. five minutes? Here's a whole movie. Well, Where you actually see the real Wonka? Well, yeah, that's the only time you really see Wonka, right? Like, what do you want a whole yeah. movie of him, like, pretending to, like, take kids through a factory and being an asshole again? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been more entertaining. But I was actually thinking more along mm, the lines maybe. of... Yeah, it could, it could have been more entertaining, actually. Um, but more along the lines of... He he is in tricky situations. He does, you know, have to deal with the police and kind of being a like a slave. And there's a lot of dark things going on here. And he could have done a lot more trickery. He could have done a lot more to make people question him, or or even just testing other people. Like maybe he has trust issues. You know, like there was just nothing. He was just like, hey guys, That's fair. yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, so I'm. Uh, that's causing me to think about the moment when he finally actually opens the shop and everything looks fucking dope. Like, everything that we had, we deserved from the original movie, the mm-hmm. shop actually looked like, which I was yeah. really impressed by. But as soon as, like, all the shit started going wrong and people started growing extra, f- like, hair and fur and changing colors, that was that was interesting for how it was, but it was, it, it felt so just... Again, obvious and on the nose, like there, were, but there was no setup for it. It was just immediately like, "Oh, my stock must have been poisoned," and so now he's fucking ruined because apparently the, the scene before, says, "Fuck you." It's the scene before where they go in and they say, "We got to do something." He, the the um, Slugworth approaches, goes to the right the, the no, washery, but, and he's like, "We got to do something." So there, there's a setup because I tell you right after that's what the happened. Ob- but that's what I'm saying. That's the obvious setup. That's that's the that's the bad guy does bad things. Good guy has bad things happen to him. Oh, Everything's no. It's a little easy is what you're saying. Very, very... It was, on, yeah. just on, it's like, like paint by numbers on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminded me so much of just like a cartoon, like a live action cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, kind of they go from like Edward's an empty... Yeah, exactly. They go from an empty, burned down building, basically uh, gutted building, to boom. We don't get any of the building of it. In it's like just next time we come. Days, yeah, like, a lot of that stuff happens because because yeah. he's magic, and for some reason, right. I don't know where he gets his resources to be able to take these trips around the world, find these exotic uh, ingredients, and be able to have all this technology to be able to cre- to be pumping out chocolate constantly. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. the Fantastic Beast where you you go down into the the, the briefcase, and then yep. there's a whole other world in there. His little box he carries must be the same. Okay, but kind of on that, yeah, he is kind of magical, even though he keeps saying he's not. But he he kind of is. But to the point that he thinks he can bring his dead mother back to life. Uh, that how old is well, he that's, supposed to be in this? This, <laughs> this movie is in his actually early, uh, early to mid twenties, right? But he's he's not like ten. Like, come on! Like, no. what are we talking about? Here? No, this movie is a send up of uh, millennials consumerism culture, wherein we are trying to create magical, mysterious, mysterious things just to feel what we felt as a child. It did look really cool. Like, it looked really nice. <laughs> oh yeah, all the CG stuff looked amazing. All the camera stuff's really nice. It's actually shot by the DP of Old Boy. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this Black is from this is from um, what's his name? Paul King. Is that yeah, the director's Paul King. name? 
Paddington. Yeah, who did fucking Paddington and Paddington 2. Like, yeah. uh, you know, these, these people know what the fuck they're doing. It's just the story feels very watered down for children, which is a dramatic departure from what what was, I think, appreciable about the original Willy Wonka. It was like we're saying, there's some darkness, there's some edge. Like, kids notice those subtleties, and this is just like, nah, just spoon-feed it to the children. And not only do the kids notice it, but the adults can appreciate it a little bit more, like... This is just, someone said, uh, I think I saw one review that called it like sick, a sickly sweet version of, of mm. the original, which I can get behind that. Because it's not, this is not a bad movie. No, There's, it was very pleasant. Yeah. It's very pleasant. Yeah. It's, it's what good. else was it? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, like, know about all that, guys. I thought, I, <sighs> you guys are going to make me to fucking defend a kid's movie. But like... <laughs> We haven't had one of these in a while. We haven't had like we haven't I, had a Paddington since 2018. No, we haven't had like a a muse a big produced musical like a, a nice PG like oh, fuck. What was it? Hugh Jackman, uh, The Greatest Showman. What mm-hmm. uh, like that was the last oh, yeah. one maybe I can think of. It's been a while since we've had like a wholesome family musical. Is that what this is supposed to be? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it isn't it that. That what yes. it is? But then why did they make it a Willy Wonka movie? Like, why wouldn't they just make a wholesome? I mean, why wouldn't you? Like musical, like because, because the IP exists and we need to make money anything. with it, Kristen. Yeah, yeah sitting that's, around. That's what it is. Is they I mean, just attach the name? Like, why don't you we just make a nice movie? Like, stop attaching it to something because then now there's expectations involved. Because it's fucking millennials trying to recapture their childhood. Okay, millennial over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this makes. I, I've I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of the complaints that this is not tonally f- fit in with the first one. But like, I don't know. It just it makes sense for a prequel to me. You know, it it, it doesn't feel wrong. The next one is when like he would, when he would go dark. You know, this has full of optimism. We finally get to what his dream. Of course, mom didn't appear, but we've got our she you know, did candy appear. factory. In she his mind, up. yeah, yeah. That's the only way she's gonna out, show he up. He found okay. out that that's the way she was gonna not, show up we in the first all. place. What are you talking about? This is not a zombie movie, you, <laughs> dude. I don't know. It's like it's 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 like at the end of Braveheart. You know, it's like he's laying there and he looks out and he sees his wife with the whole thing he was fighting for the whole time was was that same thing there. Only it was Sally Hawkins, <laughs> Academy Award winning actress, just standing out there. Yeah, uh, man, acting with her face. Like give him the nod. In this. Yeah, I did like that. You tell me your heart didn't swell when you saw that golden ticket when he opened up the fucking package. Oh, I was, I was like, okay, come on, I see it. Like you know, you had it to do there. something. No, but the third time he pulls oh, up the fucking chocolate like bar, I was like, yeah, was like, I'm not going to say I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> fucking glassy eyes all over the theater. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. and the theater was fucking packed. Second weekend yeah, so was fucking mine. packed. So was mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just hated that I did see it with a bunch of kids because there was some kid like about four rows behind me with a fucking soft drink with the with the straw going just knowing that they're being little cunts like I just want to turn around and say shut up like (laughs) but uh, I didn't I just just held my breath and stared at the screen (laughs) mom left the fidget spinner uh, at home the only ones she had were light up fidget spinners she's like well guess we're We're stuck with the straw, guys. Uh, this is what you expect going to a kids' movie. <laughs> oh no, shit! Right? <laughs> I didn't have any problem with kids. I, man, I wish I'd seen this last weekend because the, the theater beside mine was fucking showing goddamn Aquaman too, and the bass was up. Yeah, right. So fucking loud. Because Wonka's always talking about right here. I know, right? Yeah. 
He is a very whispery character. He has a lot of like whispery song kind of moments where he's like way in the background still singing, especially with the little girl. She's like running around in the foreground and he's just standing there in a doorway, whisper singing at a perfectly loud volume. It's a, it's a musical. <laughs> I do have a question uh, about Slugworth. All right. First movie, we know that the whole reason Wonka shut down his factory was because Slugworth stole a recipe, right? Hmm. Oh, that's what he says. Right. Yeah. He's an, he's like a co-inventor. All right. So was that like just completely made up and this is the actual Slugworth? Or is that girl going to grow up? Oh, and like the the girl is the is, is the old she, Slugworth that's yeah. stealing shit. That from would him? be amazing because she's oh. part of the Slugworth family. Is that what's going to happen there? That would be that amazing. Would be, yeah, I would enjoy watching that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would kind of destroy the end of this movie, which was really beautiful. But you a little know, bit, little bit, yeah. No, you got to have the dark turn. That's what the next one is. That's what makes him cynical and an asshole and go into hiding. I do like that they planted the uh, the gold uh, the the silver coin in the in the drain at the beginning. Oh, you think that's for the same fucking years. coin for 20 years later? Yeah, it's going to like <laughs> float to the top. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't actually <laughs> connect those, but now that you say it, yeah. That yeah. was a good callback. If the Oompa Loompa says good day, sir. I enjoyed good that. Good day! I know, multiple times. I love that. <laughs> I said good day! <laughs> <laughs> I like how the, it, like, the Oompa Loompa is like, quintessentially like posh British. He's like, oh. dude, yeah. dude, fucking <laughs> Hugh Grant, man. Hugh Grant killed it. it. And that fucking chair... When, when he sits down, he goes, just, just like the fucking recliners what? at the fucking movie theaters. What? You said, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's comically long, but, but true. Yeah, I think that's the only piece of like press I knew before going in the movie was Hugh Grant gave some interview where he was like, I hated making this film. Oh, shocking. Did he really? Yeah, I think it was just because it was the, the makeup and the CGI. He was like, I didn't know whether to use my body or not, and I never got an answer on that. And then the animators just went and did did something. Like somebody asked him, like, "Oh, what did, what did you do for the Oompa Loompa dance?" He's like, "I didn't do shit." Oh. He's like, that "I listened to a podcast, uh, behind the frame uh, editing podcast, where they like talked with all the animators, and they said they used about you know as far as his face, it's mostly him, but it's about you know twenty percent of his movements are actually him." As far as like the dancing and, and the spinning and all that kind of stuff, I was wondering if they just put his face on like a different model. I guess kind of a different. They had to figure out how to like shrink the proportions, right? So that they would track his movement and then like shrink him down. And another thing that was really interesting is that those balloons were a hundred percent fake. Oh, the ones that they're grabbing onto at the zoo. Yeah, even when they're running around, all that. They said they ran one take running around with the balloons. Just to see kind of how they would float, and then they removed them, and everything else, one hundred percent, was just like a, a, a chain on a, on a on a wire, and they just added all the balloons later. Looks amazing. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. I that did look really good. I actually really yeah. enjoyed that whole sequence. The physics of, of it. Like, yeah, yeah, because they they kind of pretty quickly established like this is this is how much lift they're getting, and without some interaction, there's you know they're not going to just and float away and then they kind of played with it a little bit and they popped a few and then they yeah. started to come down and were able to still float it felt better than him coming off the back of that 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 vehicle and he slides around the pole like the physics of that oh, felt yeah. like a little yeah. odd but uh the, the balloon stuff really plays i don't know you know like once it's a musical it's i don't know it doesn't matter yeah it kind of does <laughs> that's true. You know what no, I mean? that's true yeah it does yeah. it does make it's it all totally fantastical yeah yeah well, they uh, they also I will give this to them as well. They they established pretty early on the first time that Willy Wonka starts singing in the the no de- no daydreaming spot. 
And he's doing the little fucking musical number, and they cut to the cop's perspective, and he's just like dancing. I by love himself. that. Yeah, best I fucking moment. Kind of shit, yeah, man. the whole movie. <laughs> no daydreaming. How much of the rest of the movie is his perspective? You don't know. Yeah, because it's all magical to him. That was definitely the biggest laugh in our auditorium. Great world building to set up that this entire town is out to get you, no matter what. And he's just completely oblivious. He's like, "Okay, cool, just take my money." Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that little shoeshine kid. Every time we turned around, I was like, fuck, here, give yeah. some more money. Go away. Get away from me. He starts fucking sprinting. He's like, no, no. <laughs> See, when you look back on it, all of you have smiles on your faces. See what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Hey, That's why you got to watch it twice to love it. I thought it was very fucking enjoyable the first time. You went with your kids, though, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I went with my kids. That yeah. helps. Yeah. That helps. Helps set, set your internal tone. You know, what the kids say? Yeah. going to this movie at this time of year also helps, too. You know, you already got it the bright Christmas-y. lights. Yeah, right. Yes, it does. You're just seeing something warm and family friendly, uplifting. That's right. And th- there's a lot of really nice, awesome, defined characters. Like, I think of all the people working down in the in the laundry. Every single person is a defined character and you love each and every one of them, hmm. especially Mr. Carson from uh, Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if he always played the help in the movies. He has or... to, right? He's so <laughs> good, right? Mr. Crunch? Else. Isn't that his name, Mr. Crunch? They all, they all have candy names, too. Candy names that also kind of coincide with what they do. With what they do, yeah. Because he crunches numbers and... Yeah. What's the girl on the phone? What do they call her? Miss Bon Bon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the woman who's like the, the operator? Yeah. She was Lottie Bell. You know, like Bell. Oh, Lady Bell. Lottie. Yeah. Atticus but, Crunch. Yeah. Good names. <laughs> I like their Scrub Scrub song. I thought that was pretty good, too. Yeah. That was Dude, also and a how they reply. When, 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 when he comes back and he gives his like uh, his plan, he's like, all right, so I'm going to leave. And they're like, Scrub Scrub? You know? <laughs> That's all they could say. <laughs> You're just breaking their brains. Like, all we know is Scrub Scrub. <laughs> he changed the song. And he uses the dog and the uh, come on in the in the contraption for to build the Dude. washing machine. That is, come yeah. on, that is on point for Willy animations. Wonka. Look great, like like uh, it, you can still tell their animations, but the giraffe looks great. That dog and that contraption looks great. It all, it all really 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 holds up. Yeah, I thought the dog was probably the worst thing CGI wise. But again, a, a, a musical, you know what I mean? And the dogs like and his on barks a treadmill. Are on time. So. Oh, they, his barks when he's walking and it's perfectly in the yeah. music. Yeah. Like, like, God damn it! Okay. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, I can't hate that. No, it's great. Olivia Coleman was nice too. Dude, she just fucking chews up any characters that are like, all right, we need you to be like a woman that's like really old and Who is supposed she? to be kind of gross. Olivia Coleman was the hotel the bleacher woman. Dude. Yeah, laundry. <gasps> that was her. Slave yes, owner. <laughs> wow. Fucking she queen fucking of England here's into there. Yes. <laughs> Their nasty teeth. She looks familiar. Yeah, those those yellow teeth and the huge gums above them. Yeah, dude, it's amazing. Dude, come on, worst dress she's ever. Yeah, it's got to be like the worst outfit Olivia Coleman's ever worn. Right, Kristen? Come on. Hey, I think she pulls it off. What are you saying? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I like it. Like once they go all uh, uh, the Bavarian style. Oh my god, I fucking love that show. Uh, that, I thought that was hilarious. I did enjoy that part a lot. I'm not familiar. Who, who's the Who's the actor that that plays the the guy with the the chipped uh, teeth? I forget his character name even. Dude, I kept thinking Bleacher. he was. He's Bleacher. Uh, all right, Tom Davis. Tom Davis. I thought. Yeah, I thought he was wonderful as well. They played off each other really well. 
I, I kept thinking he was the other guy from uh, Flight of the Concords for a second. Dude, he totally oh, looks like yeah. it. Yeah, yes. very much so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Especially like after, what was that, uh, Men in Black 3? Yes, guy, he's, very, yeah. he's very Men in Black 3. Uh, Jermaine Clement is that. Yeah, guy. Jermaine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally see Especially it. Especially with the big mouth and the way he opens and everything that he says. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, he could be his brother or some shit like that. That's probably yeah. his inspiration for the role. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the weird jagged teeth and all that. But I love their relationship. Like, he's so in love with her and, and he, he can't. <laughs> Dude, show some thighs. You get in there, peasant. <laughs> I think we're going to play the trailer for Paul King's Wonka, and we'll be right back. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that. Reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can say you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate. And you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we going to do, Willie? Huh. Huh? Huh. A double hum. Get the pencil and paper. Uh-huh. I got an idea. I know things haven't been easy for you. They're going to get better. You promise? I pinky promise. That's the most solemn vow there is. Where do we start? A good chocolate is Mr. simple. Where is this? It's just weird. What's happening? Oh, that's a chocolate that makes it fly. Well, let's find out, shall we? Who's for a hover job? <laughs> Nothing to see here. Just a small group of people defying the laws of gravity. Ladies and gentlemen of the Gallery Gourmet, my name is Willy Wonka. He's good. Too good. Yeah, pretty sure I've gained about 150 pounds in the last two weeks. You could change her life, Mr. Wonka. Change all their lives. Run away! Every good thing in this world started with a dream. So you hold on to yours. Go, Mama. Mark my words. This is going to be the greatest chocolate shop the world has ever seen. So you're the funny little man who's been following me. I will have you know that I am a perfectly respectable size for an Oompa Loompa. An Oompa what now? Allow me to refresh your memory. Oh, I don't think I want to hear that. Too late. I've started dancing now. Once we've started, we can't stop. And we're back. That was a trailer for Paul King's Wonka. Really want the title to be more than Wonka, but that's okay. We're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. We're going to move on. It was a good trailer. It reminded me that there's a, a Oompa Loompa fart in the, in the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's how we do our flashback. <laughs> you could say he got gassed. Oh. Better than being gaslit, am I right? <laughs> Uh, 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 sure. I don't know. <laughs> no smell hey. involved in gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're doing it right, you know. Um, 
There was also, I remember uh, watching it, uh, and uh, I remember in the last podcast we were talking about in the uh, original film, it was kind of weird that they did the words on the screen. This one, they oh, did yeah. a slight callback with, the, uh, with uh, Noodle's story, her backstory is all I told. That. I thought yeah. that was nice. And the overlay at the end where we find out her mom actually lives. She lives in a fucking library. Where Noodle, oh, had, yeah. if, if Noodle would have ever been to the fucking library, maybe she'd have bumped into her mom. She's a slave, okay? She can't just go to the That's library. True. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, they're indentured servants, but, you know. Same. What is the so, distinction? They're locked in that basement. You get paid. They have, what is the, what is the, what, what's the difference Ind- there? Indentured servitude was the, the slavery method. Oh, 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 because yeah. they are technically paid. free. They're working right. off of debt. Yeah. Working Correct. off of debt. Yes. All right, all right. I, excuse me. I stand corrected. They were not slaves. They they're, were. A subtle glimpse of servants. hope. That's, that's they, the only difference. Still, yeah, she owed 30,000 whatever right. they currency there's no hope there <laughs> yeah no no you're done yeah sentinels or whatever they're called sentinels what the fuck <laughs> is that what isn't that what they're, they're fucking little no. their s's sovereigns, it starts with an s. Right? Sovereigns. sovereigns there it is sovereigns Sorry. sentinels fucking matrix got a hold of you know, instantly you know yeah <laughs> wake up bro <laughs> crazy dreadlock robots <laughs> whoa I will say, I haven't seen the trailer before. I've only seen little snippets of Hugh Jackman as the Oompa. Not Hugh Jackman, Hugh what's Grant. his name? Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa Man. Um, however, seeing the full trailer and being reminded this was you know, created from the director of Paddington 2, whichever, <laughs> I was like, actually, it fits very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they took the concept. And yes, it, I do think they shifted the tone and changed the characters and all of that. But they put it in line with what they are doing. And that's a, certainly a choice that you can make. And they did it. So. so you think the tone of this movie has more to do with the studio saying, this is the director we want to do this movie here. Do the same thing you, we've seen you do with Paddington and Paddington 2. Yes. With Wonka. Because if you recall, the original Willy Wonka was not a hit. I don't know about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Was that a hit when it came out? Yeah, the Tim Burton one. Yeah, that was a hit. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, that's uh, Tim Burton's uh, second highest grossing movie of all time. Wow, really? Yep. The, the first is Alice in Wonderland. Mm. I do, what? I do know, really? Yeah. Really? That's kind of odd, isn't it? I do know that when they made the Tim Burton, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they dropped a whole Panavision camera in a vat of chocolate. <laughs> that's a lot of money that's a lot of money so they had to make it back they were like we've got to make this money yeah. back <laughs> is it hard to like make chocolate like i mean like liquid chocolate look like liquid chocolate now these movies can't get it right you know what i mean <laughs> obviously in this one they were doing water and then doing an overlay especially for the close-ups yeah to make it look thicker even though at some points it was it was like sticking to their faces like it should be and also for chocolate to be oh, that yeah. liquid it would have to be really hot really so they should be hot. like screaming yeah yeah <laughs> i thought it worked in the close-ups i like the close-ups but the yeah the wide the, the the liquid felt weird yeah well there was there was one shot where you see them from the side and he's got it like looks like a fucking helmet like around his hair and beard oh it's like when bruce went when, when batman t- ripped the yeah Rip the cowl off, and you got the yeah. It just just looks yeah. like that perfect edge of chocolate, and then yeah. and then they come to the other shot, and like the the next one after it, and it looked like totally different level of viscosity and thickness. It's like what is going on here? I didn't even think about it until you just said it, Jared. The the actual like if you were actually working with chocolate, yeah, it has to be super <laughs> hot and constantly in motion. You can't just let it like there's no liquid chocolate just hanging out. 
<laughs> right. If you, if you had like a million gallons of liquid chocolate, it would just be so steamy and balmy in there. And could you imagine? Amazing. They would have to have like some oh, sort of like massive. Oh, there was. There was a big churn in the bottom of it yeah. spinning. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you could have made that. Could have been more dangerous. Like you could actually have a moment there. <laughs> a suspenseful moment a scary moment yeah but yeah because it was spinning when they walked in and then, it, then it, i thought they were gonna have to jump stop, out and like kind of right? like scurry across it to get to the middle but it, they stopped it you know it cuts and it stopped you're like oh, damn it they stopped this give me some suspense <laughs> yeah the yes. big turning thing well then the, they just walked across it if they did if they stopped it like the, the chocolate would have hard, started hardening immediately like instantly it would have that like uh, magic shell that would have been more interesting too <laughs> what if they got like stuck in the chocolate underground cuz it <laughs> it all hardened and they just oh, they got to like, break them out and they're yeah. like, it's like it's like a pompeii thing where you like you know they're on the inside <laughs> yeah i would have enjoyed that more than what happened <laughs> you've you've created candy coating wonka <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's like dumping all that. He has just enough shit in his pockets that he's like, if we're going to die in, in chocolate, it better be Wonka chocolate. So he's like pouring fucking spices and shit out of his coat. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that turned that entire giant vat of Wonka chocolate, you know. That's I how he assumed... claimed it as his own. Okay, I thought that when he said that, that it was, again, some sort of secret plan of his to turn it into yes. Wonka chocolate so they could eat it and fly out or something. <laughs> and then, then she's like, oh, yeah, why don't we just yeah. go yell for help? And he's like, oh, that's a better <laughs> oh, that idea. works, too. <laughs> and I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah. I also expected some sort of movie-making, like, gotcha kind of moment in that. Oh. Yeah. No, I was very, very sure that Oompa Loompa was going to show back up because it's like, oh, well, you we've have to, right? only had one real big scene with him, so of course he's going to show back up. That's my biggest fight with the entire movie is is the Oompa Loompa's motivation. Uh, it seems kind of weak, right? That's tiny dick energy. <laughs> Wait, but he's you... short for his size. Ah, uh, what do you mean? His is motivation. It, is it, is it, he's just trying is to get it, the chocolate is back, the, right? I mean, it's not... yeah, he stole four four pods of chocolate, and he's coming back to get his thousand percent worth yeah is that weak i don't know that i don't know i'll buy it you know he's been kicked off the island until he comes back with a thousand times more. i think in I the can't... second we're gonna find out that that's not actually true because that's okay kind you of keep a weak saying argument. second one are they making another one of these motherfuckers they're gonna you have know to they're mike. going to yeah God, you know they're going to mike are we creating the road doll cinematic universe did you not see the opening fucking bullshit it, it yeah. said it said road yeah. doll story company stop it did they made a logo this is this is the beginning it, oh it, my god! Because be, that's fair. what this world needs is more cinematic universes instead of just singular movies that are brilliant and thought through. And like, <laughs> the world needs more Guillermo del Toro, who's like, let's put a fuck ton of stuff into one movie and then move the fuck on. Everyone else is like, no, if we can't get seven out of it, what's the point of even trying a, a first one? It's about money. Uh, look, Mike, that's because every time <laughs> Del Toro tries to get a cinematic universe going, it fails. You know, Hellboy, uh, Pacific Rim, yeah, Cabinet of Curiosity. <sighs> <laughs> I, uh, this movie's doing really well at the box office. It's already uh, number twenty uh, worldwide for the whole year. Wow, really? It's yeah. been up for like a week and a half. Well, I mean, the box office has been really shit this entire fucking year, so it's only mm-hmm. made uh, two hundred and sixty-three million worldwide, and that's number twenty. That's for the number year? twenty. Yeah, N- uh, the Nun Two and the Flash are right above it. And isn't wow. this the It'll year that, that fucking Avatar came out? No, no, no that, that, was, was that was last year. That was last year. Okay, yeah. Jesus Christ! All right, time's flying, Mike. My God, Barbie's still number one, and nothing will pass it with one point four billion. <sighs> the Avatar video yeah. game did come out though. If you want to play that, <gasps> I did. I did. Pretty awesome. I did see that. 
<laughs> you could go to Pandora, bro. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and it lights up all neon. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. dude. I'm just I'm scared that if I play it, it's gonna it's gonna kill the movie like the fucking Mad Max game did for that movie series. You're insane. That Mad Max game was fucking great. <laughs> that Mad Max game was total shit, and I played it for 60 hours. Oh, Mike just pushed his glasses up on his nose. <laughs> no, I just... You know, you play a game too long, you get a two in the weeds of it, and then you're like, this isn't fun anymore. Why am I doing this? Yeah. yeah well, I just don't uh, want to do that with fucking Avatar. Games anyway. work on games work on a loop, and then once the loop gets boring, then, you know, you're kind of like, meh. Correct. Yeah. You should make a Wonka loop. I mean game. I mean... Never mind. Hmm. Were you just making chocolate? Chocolate in my pockets. Also, it, it's technically Wonka chocolate because Wonka was dipped into it. <laughs> right? Because the essence of Wonka is in the chocolate. And also, Wonka invents the chocolate fountain, which is one of the best things about parties in the, like, the 90s. That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah. He, he created the first Wonka chocolate fountain. fountain. Actually, that reminded me because... <laughs> This entire movie, just like the original, I was like, none of this is fucking sanitary. These people are just eating it. Nobody's giving a fuck. What the hell? <laughs> well, if it was worse in this one because it was a fucking store and he let in all these motherfuckers off the street. Just, just let them all eat. in. It wasn't like six yeah. fucking guests and their fucking family yeah. member. Like, no, you know? it was pretty gross. Yeah. And there he is, like, walking on the chocolate tree and, like, strolling through the chocolate fountain. They're all like, let's drink that. That looks great. Everybody, did, No one questions it. They just no, go straight in. No. They're eating flowers. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just people like, would do this that is normal. That's Spiro. Well, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it's interesting that if, if this is considered canon and not a like an alternate universe, it's interesting that um, the Wonka candy that's released in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory uh, is standard candy. We've got like you know, scrumptiousumptious bars, which are like little caramel things, and you've got standard chocolate bars, and you got the little moon pie thing, and none of it makes you do anything except for be happy, right? Uh, but in this world, everything that he releases has like an alternate effect. Actually, only and, the and, and, floating uh, little chocolate things do. No, uh, the uh, the uh, the um, the one that's supposed to it, it like it's got a little rain like a, like a little lightning bolt on oh, it. The, it. Like it the like kind of blows the silver lining. Yeah, one. silver lining kind of shows you the better yeah. part of things. Like they well, all have subtle things. That yeah, they but I mean that, they, well, they don't change they, you. Or... They're all drugs. <laughs> There's some but druggy it's easy because he's doing he's doing small batches and he's still experimenting and getting his yeah. whole brand down and so everything he makes is going to be special at some point when he you know becomes a bit more cynical and expands and has a whole factory he's like oh actually it, oh, and or he has some sort of advisor they're they're gonna be like listening to actually make like regular chocolate bar <laughs> but they sh- they show the everlasting gobstopper in the very last thing it's it's like we're we're, we're just jumping 25 years years no that's not a gobstopper that's just another candy that they imprint is it 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 looked it was a jawbreaker like we're used to but it had all the colors swirled it swirled into it instead of the weird like fucking it did look like uh the gobstopper yeah i did think that as well it looked like what we know as gobstoppers from actual real life product it was not the gobstoppers from it needs to look like the one that we can sell look man i I tell (laughs) you what i'm just saying the entire time I was watching that scene, I was like, they fixed the windows in this fucking factory. Look at the windows. They did, though. The they curved did. windows. It immediately just makes the windows and glass better. They heard you. <laughs> right? I just like, oh, I was just sitting there like, oh, vindicated. this is right. Oh, this is so right. Good job, filmmakers. And the giant glass, you know, the giant glass roof over the entire thing. Love seeing that. It is the production designer from The Dark Knight. So, you know. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Oh, it's costume designer of The Dark Knight, too. I thought the costumes were excellent. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, they were. 
Yeah, I saw there were a lot actually, of Dark Knight people. But I'm sorry. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, even though I dislike his general Wonka character, and I hate how they call him Willie the whole time. Anyway, Willie, he, just a little girl. Oh my god, it's it was weird. It, it weirded me out too, for sure. <laughs> like who well, calls him Wonka? Can, that's and all his the name. Other he can't be called Willie. What the hell? No. No, <laughs> we, you needed someone to walk in and be like, "Listen, Bill, right. step over here, William." <laughs> that would be for the really dark version that's grown up and rated PG thirteen. <laughs> are you Are you Bill Wonka? Bill, are you covering those kids in chocolate again? <laughs> you, you, you can't be You can't be Bill. Well, it, you can't be Bill and be dancing around with a girl, but you, like a, like a young girl. But you can be called Willie and dance around with a young girl, and it's okay. Yeah. Well, when you say Bill, the first thing, I, the next thing I think of is Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you fuck me? Uh, fuck me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! This got dark real quick. Way to go, guys! Way to go! <laughs> Puts the chocolate on, on his skin. <laughs> Puts the uh, no. chocolate on his skin. Uh, no, <laughs> or else it gets the scrum dimshily dumptious bar again. I don't know. Um, we'll work on it. It's a work in progress. You know, there's not a lot of rhyming words for noodle. (laughs) (laughs) Just realized that uh, uh, Schmeagle and Wonka speak in the same way. (laughs) Oh, it puts its chocolates in its (laughs) pockets. What are you guys thinking about milking a giraffe? Oh, my God. I kept expecting that scene to go way off the rails. And they were like, no, 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 no. This is a family film, guys. We promise. (laughs) There is an alternate version of that scene. Fuck you! What are you talking about? Tell uh, me they, everything. It was more graphic than what of it did. Of course, you actually, it was. You actually got a close up of the of you know milking the giraffe of, of the dick. Of the udder. Yeah, and they uh, they, <laughs> the they did a test on it, and people were like, ah, "It's a little and far." People were like, so ah. "I am utterly disgusted." They had to work it down oh, no. a little bit. Oh, come on, man. We can milk some did. fucking random fucking thing in Star Wars and actually show it with multiple breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's instantly, like, drinking it. <laughs> That's exactly this why is... it was cut, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone this one, like, we're turning oh, it into green. chocolate, man. Oh, I don't want that much chocolate. <laughs> People, hey, look, look, listen here, vegans. You need to know where chocolate comes from. <laughs> oh my god! Someone just use any regular milk. Someone's eating a like a bar, a Wonka bar, and they're like, "Oh, is that giraffe hair? Oh, my, what the fuck?" Oh. <laughs> hmm, this this chocolate. Yeah, but they worked gamey. it. Didn't they work the giraffe into the marketing? Which I thought was very clever. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. The giraffe's cute. Yeah, it was oh, a the giraffe. Oh, the giraffe is the cute, but I liked when he was like, "No, let me tell you about this special chocolate made with giraffe milk." <laughs> I like at least he's upfront about it, you know. Yeah, and that guy's be able to is able to get over his bullshit and be able to be with the woman he loves. Oh my it's, god! Right? So nice. Oh, dude, that was that was the what, fucking hardest. What was that chocolate called? Right there, the, the alcoholic. Uh, it was like <laughs> oh, I love the one where it has all the different drink. types. The of night like, on the uh, town. <laughs> yes, night, night on the town. town. Yeah. <laughs> he said it in the original movie. Candy is what does he say? Candy is great, but liquor is quicker. Candy yeah, is, I remember. Isn't it candy is dandy? Isn't that where that candy comes is from? dandy? Liquor is quicker. Nice, nice. What do you want? Are we at ratings or does anybody have? Yeah, fifteen more minutes, darling. <laughs> I mean, Jared's trying to stretch this. The fuck I, I mean, I it's not another draft, an Jared. Do, do you have? Do you have anything else? I, I didn't get a chance to write notes because I was watching the movie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was a packed theater. I didn't want to be a dick. Yeah. It makes it hard, and there's not, you know, there's not a lot of uh, behind the scenes and stuff. I mean, you, you, there's they have some stuff released, but it's 
Yeah. I would like to see what was uh, set and what was set extension, like or, you know, or what was on location, and then that they changed, you know, because it still feels like it's kind of the same city as the first one, but they didn't have all the red roofs and all that. But it still feels no. This this European. felt like a no. This felt like a Parisian city. Yeah, I thought of, yeah, like, this was yeah. Parisian. Yeah, didn't they? They said where he went at the beginning, but I forgot. Oh, did they actually no, know it in a place? It was a, the city that he's always, like, the city I've dreamed of or some shit like the that. The city he has laid all of his hopes upon or something. But yeah, they don't name something. it. Oh, okay. Well. He grew up on, like, a longboat that was mom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and she sounds hella Irish. Super Irish, yeah. What did, what did you guys think about... Uh, about them having some fat jokes in here. We I haven't seen that in a movie Dude. in so long. That's yeah. That yeah, it it kind of drove as a larger to person. Well, I would say it's refreshing. Uh, <laughs> but hold on, no, because they they made them at the expense of it's first of all the bad guys who are like binging chocolate and gaining like three hundred pounds overnight. What You're talking you about you, you, you sound like people that are de- defending like Psycho back in the sixties, Christian. Come on, what are we talking about? I didn't say it was okay. I'm saying like that's how I think they justified. It. I, I know that's what they did. But yeah, I, I think it's I pretty know. great that he keeps eating and getting fatter and fatter, and he's a goofy dumbass. I did think that it was funny that he couldn't stop eating chocolate. Well, he he get paid <laughs> paid in chocolate, right. literally paid in chocolate. If you're gonna like, pay him, in- I, I need an advance. I ate everything you already gave me. And they were like, <laughs> like what? The fuck? <laughs> I mean, Just if he didn't gain chocolate. weight, that would be that would be also <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> like he should have been the one that had a, like a redemption arc where he jumps into the vat of chocolate, saying "Oh!" and he goes down and he's like drinking it on the bottom, just like a giant <laughs> vacuum. <laughs> and then they have to take him to the juicing room. Oh and my then, god! Uh, <laughs> and then the everyone gets room. fresh hot chocolate. At no, the end. that's why they all have all those little pictures. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of think the cop was going to get like a redemption story. I was, I was a little disappointed he didn't. I thought it was nice though that I thought he was going to get. A, I thought he was also going to get a redemption story, but instead they were like, "Actually, you're in the book as a corrupt cop." I was like, "Oh, that's nice to hear." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And I just I, I need to see him go home, and his wife gives him the speech that fucking uh, the dad did in Edward Scissorhands. It's like, you can't pay bills with chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in this world, like, the Vatican is run, and they run Bro, the whole world paid in chocolate. Everybody loves chocolate in this one, man. Yeah. So much so that they have the paid in chocolate stamp, which yeah. I thought was pretty funny. I did like the church situation. That thing was pretty hilarious. And then when he tries to give like the inspirational speech to the guys and they're all like chanting in response to him like, okay, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. We <laughs> get it. <laughs> but what about chocolate? What did they say at the funeral? when They're like, we have, we have someone who's conservative coming in. She's like a believer. <laughs> <laughs> a pious... What did they say? Pious something. Pi- I forget. Pious that. religious person. Fuck, I forget. Yeah. This is funny though. There were some funny moments in this. Oh, there were a lot of funny moments. I thought. I thought it was really cute. It was cute. It was cute. It just was not a Wonka film, despite what is all over the whole movie. Actually, I never read the books, so I don't know if this is closer to if there was mention of all this, or they just came up with this. Does anybody know that? I haven't read the book since I was a small child. <laughs> I have no idea. 
I've never read a single Roald Dahl book. No, not a one. Oh, I had a couple of them. I don't remember any of them though. I think my mom read me like James and the Giant Peach shirt. I don't. So one of those like back in the day when I was a kid, but I don't fucking remember that shit. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're definitely ratings here. Come on. Who's going first? Who's rating Wonka? Come on, who's going? Who's going first? I went first like a couple times ago, so somebody else has to do it. There's, there's, okay, there's a lot to parse through. Let me see if I can, if I can get it. Um, I think there's a lot to like here. This is, this is a family friendly film, which I do not say with disdain as much as my voice might drip it. Mm. Um, there's, I mean, the, the production design is fantastic. The costuming looks amazing. I think even all of the casting works really well. Like, I, I, I like Timothy Chalamet as Wonka. Um, I think he has, a lot of deliveries that remind me of um, the previous version or the original version, if you will, but like still kind of feels like he makes it his own in a way that, that has all of the whimsy. Um, I don't feel the, the edge in the script. Um, and that feels more like studio neutering than it does just like poor writing. I think, um, I think this is the kind of movie that, that the studio looks at and says, that's a great pitch. Now, polish off all the edges and make it like this fun family friendly thing that anybody can go to and not be afraid that their mom is there. That being said, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable ride. The movie does what it sets out to do. There's not a whole lot of surprises because there's not a whole lot of stakes set out. Um, but we do have a lot of whimsy. We have a lot of magic. There was a fuck ton of songs, which I was not aware of going into it, but you I know what? You. None of them were fucking terrible, and it was mostly fine, you know, which is about as good as I can say for most musicals. Yeah, I don't have a lot of, like, analysis to give to this movie because I don't think it's, like, super in-depth beyond what I said earlier about it's fucking millennials trying to come to grips with their own culture of figuring out how to feel like they did when their mom was right next to them. Uh <laughs> Which drives a lot of fucking current capital consumerism. Let's be honest. Uh, I'm gonna come in at an eight. Like this is this is solidly reliable, family friendly fun. It's no fucking Paddington, that's for sure. But there were some teary eyes in my theater, and there was a lot of solid laughs. It's a fun movie. I'm gonna take my kids to it sometime this week and not feel bad about it. Um, and be you know low key excited to maybe see it again and see something I didn't see the first time. Solid, solid outing, for sure. Eight. All right. Mike gave us an eight. Who's going next? Uh, yeah, I think this is a decent movie. I uh, Comparing it, uh, you know, after just watching the original uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I feel like it is a completely different movie it just kind of they just kind of share the same names and the same like chocolate um <laughs> and so that that's a little disappointing if you just look at this on its own as you know a family friendly wholesome movie this is great especially if you have small kids and you know don't really expect too much from your movies this is fantastic but and, and i don't mean that in a bad way because like you know it, it is well written and it is fantastic to look at and it's well shot and it's like there's so many beautiful things and I almost wish you could take the team that did this 
with like the original cast and and mix them and make mm. something really wonderful but you know you can't mm. that's fine and there were oh i i wanted to agree with what mike just said which was there were a couple of moments uh that i realized oh yeah you know i i can see why timothy chalamet was cast in this this makes like i can see the gene wilder bit there um he did make it his own which was you know it's fine it's fine this is a fine movie i think if you have kids go take them to see it they will love it um will you i don't know that's that's i don't know it's fine it's good it's very wholesome yeah you'll probably cry it's sweet it's very sweet i'm gonna give it a seven an unenthusiastic seven all right (laughs) (laughs) jared you go next you go last i'll go next um i'm still trying to figure out what i want to give it um because I think anything that I want to dock it is because I'm I'm like comparing it to the original, which I don't know if that's fair in this case, but maybe it is because it is it's it's a honorary prequel. prequel so yeah. like so when I'm trying to put things in my head, I'm thinking like how do we get to there? You know, like but even though there's so many little things we didn't even talk about, like you know, uh, pure imagination, uh, new rendition, you know, or technically the first time he sang it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like the the church bells at the beginning of that instead of like the you know the do 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 that you know it's church oh, bells that yeah. lead us into it's that a little subtle it's nice. yeah it's su- super cool world building thing there I think all the acting's great so many amazing cool characters uh, all the songs are, are are pretty catchy and good uh, I, I think it's enjoyable I think the movie is just a little too easy as far as like plot things but yet again it's it's a it's a kids and family musical you know. So maybe it's supposed to be easy to digest. And, um, you know, like I said, I don't know. One of the more enjoyable movies I've seen this year. I'm going to give it a 9. And I want to give it a 10. But I just want to hear what Brian says. And I might go there. But it's, it's a <laughs> Validate yourself, sir. All right. All I got to say is, if you guys had grown up with this, if this had come out like fucking 30 years ago, you'd all be singing its fucking praises. Oh, 100%. That's all I got to say, you know? This is no worse than fucking Labyrinth or any of the other shit that we've watched this fucking month in terms of, like, kids and the plots and, like, the things that we're willing to accept. And I think once you once you have a musical, it's just it just makes it even easier for me to accept, uh, especially the fantastic parts. But, I, guys, I think, moreover, I like this movie better than the first film. I think this is the best Wonka film. Like the the tone in the film, regardless of whether you think it lines up with the first movie or not, I think this is consistently amazing mm-hmm. through fucking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy's uh, this Paul King. I have never seen the Paddington movies, but I will now um, because this guy's You're about just, to become a better person, right? Man. He's just got such a good like sense of his visuals. Like everything looks amazing in this movie. It looks really big. And like the musical numbers, like anytime he starts to go like too big and, and go a little too Chicago and start getting pretentious and up his own ass and maybe hitting that boring line, he pulls back and give us, gives us a joke. He just knows that the, the right moment where the audience is going to start squirming in their seats you know, uh, or when the kids are. So it, I thought that was rather refreshing. Um, the pace was really good, just really well put together. Mm-hmm. Everything looked good. It's it's really wholesome. And I, I think the message for this movie is, like, way better than, like, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Like, that movie doesn't have a message for kids that's anything approaching reality. At least this one does, you know. 
Like there's something here. There, there's moments here. Um, we're not telling kids like, oh, you know what? Like it just everything's going to work out at the end. You know, <laughs> like Noodle, her our little orphan. We actually see her like overcoming some problems. She's just not mm. given a fucking golden ticket and told, yeah, you know, this shit's going to work out. We see her earn some shit. I appreciate that more as an audience mm. member. I, I enjoy her more as than Charlie ever in the, any of those fucking adaptations. I find her more uh, identifiable, and uh, I thought the the actress that uh, played Noodle was fucking fantastic. I, mm-hmm. you could have a kid in that role that just would have sucked the whole fucking life out of this movie, but she did a fantastic job. Um, I'm gonna give it a ten. Pretty, Good pretty, man. pretty spectacular. With director Paul King at the helm and some solid new songs at the ready, the warmly old fashioned Wonka puts a subtly sweet spin on the classic character. While still leaving some room for the source material's darker undertones, where did it hmm. did it though did it though? Hmm. I guess <laughs> it left also room that... for it in the next installment. Guys. Oh, that's right, in the next installment. <laughs> oh my yes, God. next movie. Okay. Um, that's the critics' consensus. The audience saying, as long as you go in ready to take it on its own terms, Wonka is a funny, heartwarming musical that dreams up a new origin story for a classic character. Rotten Tomatoes certifies Wonka as fresh with an 83% tomato meter and an audience score of 91%. 91. There we go. Wow. Throw that love all over it. Worth watching twice. I'm gonna. Yeah, I may wait wait for Max, but yeah, I'll watch it twice. Yeah. (laughs) I will definitely be watching it. I gotta go see Godzilla minus one again. (gasps) Oh, no! (laughs) So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you guys want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, X, Twitter. No, fuck, that's yeah, X. Those are the same. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Instagram at moviecrewpod. Uh, Jared, where can the audience follow you, sir? You can follow me on Instagram at checkthegate. And Greg's, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And I can be found on X Twitter, whatever the fuck it's called, at Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight with uh, my favorite song from the soundtrack. Track number eight, titled Sweet Tooth. Enjoy. Well, now, I can see that you're a man of integrity. Thank you. But ask yourself this Have you got a sweet tooth? I do A hunger that you have to feed Have you got a sweet tooth? I do Well, we've got everything you need Don't give me that conscience Nonsense It's simply quid pro quo So a hundred of your favorites. Sorry, I'm afraid it's no. Promised the wife I got down on chocolate. You know, I gotta get in shape for the policeman's ball, so. <laughs> but think about your sweet tooth. I do. I've had it since I was a boy. You're not a little sweet tooth. It's true. The only thing that brings you joy. Don't look at your waistline, it's fine, come on, who needs to see their toes? So, 700 boxes, that's a lot of chocolates, 
Chocolates, eighteen hundred boxes. Oh, 